In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. May I invite you, if you haven't done so, to extinguish your candles at this point. And may I also begin by thanking the Dean for the invitation to worship with you today. It's a great privilege to be here this morning. So today, we find ourselves with Mary, Joseph, and the baby Jesus at the temple. They've come to do what is required by their religious laws. And I wonder how that was for them. These are the parents of a very young baby, presumably at the short of sleep and finding it difficult to get out kind of stage of life. And yet, they've managed to get themselves organized and to make the journey to Jerusalem to visit the temple. In the telling of the story, it seems that they had no expectation about who they might meet when they arrived. They don't seem to have made an appointment. They simply pitch up and engage with the situation as it unfolds. And at the same time as they were making their way through the streets of Jerusalem, the Holy Spirit was engaging with Simeon and making sure that he also set off for the temple. Simeon had been waiting a long time for this moment. He'd already been told by the Holy Spirit that he would see the Messiah before he died. And finally, he gets the call. I wonder how he felt. Excitement? Anticipation, perhaps? I wonder whether there was a degree of anxiety. And the final character in our story is Anna. She was already in situ going about her day-to-day -day business in the place where she both lived and worked. Was she perhaps an introvert who preferred the days when the temple was quiet, when she could spend her time praying and reflecting rather than feeling that she had to engage with whoever came over the threshold? The story unfolds once our characters have converged at the temple. And the spotlight isn't on Jesus in this vignette. The story is about him and his presence is crucial. But he features because his parents have brought him along. Our eye is drawn away from him and towards those with speaking parts. If this were a stage production, Jesus would perhaps be softly lit, taking his place with his parents, present, but not actually under the spotlight. 
that place is reserved for the older adults. People who are not always placed at center stage. They may have a part in a drama of one kind or another, but they're rarely the central point of focus. And yet, here we are, in the presence of two very holy and articulate older people who lay out the ground for the rest of the narrative. We hear very little about or from Mary and Joseph. We're told that they're amazed. I imagine that they're somewhat shell-shocked. They've just had the identity of their baby confirmed and simultaneously been given a prophecy of the pain and anguish that is ahead. They are gradually being helped to understand their place within the story that will transform humankind. So let's come back to the lead characters, Simeon and Anna. We tend to refer to them in the same breath, but actually they each bring something very particular to the story and each has something distinctive to teach us. Let's start with Simeon as he's the first to appear. A devout man who lives in Jerusalem. I imagine that he has a full life within that city, perhaps a family. He may have a business or some kind of a skill that he uses to earn his living. Simeon is introduced as one of those people who's committed to finding a balance between life and prayer. A man who has dedicated his life to God and at the same time has a life out with the temple precincts. A life that we can assume to include fairly ordinary activities. At the same time, he's clearly someone for whom prayer is an ongoing and constant part of his life. The reason that Simeon came to the temple that day was he had been guided by the Holy Spirit. He was in touch with the word of God for him. Whatever he was doing that morning, he wasn't so absorbed in it that he'd shut out the Holy Spirit. Now let's turn our attention to Anna. Widowed for many years, spending her time within the temple, and the only woman to be described as a prophetess within the New Testament. An old woman, a woman who may have been dismissed of not being of any great use to society, well past childbearing age, not economically active, spending her time in that sacred space. We're not told anything about what she does in the way of physical work, 
so we can perhaps make an educated guess. I tend to imagine that she spends her time looking after the building and some of its treasures. Because just like Simeon, she will need to have found some kind of balance between work and prayer. Neither of these people will live long enough to follow Jesus once he begins his public ministry. So today's take-home message isn't about the nature of Christian discipleship. To all intents and purposes, that doesn't yet exist. Today's take-home message is about what it takes and means to seek to find God in all things and at all times. The central characters this morning name their Messiah not because they have a moment of revelation, but because they have a moment of recognition. A couple of weeks ago at Epiphany, we celebrated the experience of revelation. Today is about something softer, more subtle. It's about the dawning recognition that God really is in our midst. The countercultural aspect of today's message is that nothing happened quickly. These elderly people waited and they watched. They prayed whether or not there was an obvious response to that prayer. They both knew something about the impact of the Holy Spirit and they both knew that there was more and they were able and willing to wait until God was ready to bring more into their lives. If we can allow ourselves to watch and to wait, if we can allow ourselves to recognize the presence of the Holy Spirit and still to know that there will be more, we will be following their example. Today's lesson is a reminder that the incarnate God, who has been revealed to all people, comes among us whether we're working or praying, whether we're in a secular space or a sacred place. Our challenge is to be alert, to be active in that moment of recognition and to find our own ways to respond. Amen.